I'm asking all of my listeners, my proud supporters of our courageous men and women in blue to join me and express your unwavering appreciation for law enforcement. Thin Blue Line USA has stylish apparel, great accessories that make a statement and flags that fly with pride. They've got everything you need to show your support for law enforcement. Go to ThinBlueLineUSA.com and shop a wide selection of products to show up your patriotism. Use code SID and get 15% off. Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word SID. My next guest, who has been our next guest, I should say, Liz Pipko co-hosting today, been a friend of mine for 43 years. 43. It's the carpool together. I was on Quentin Road. He was on Bedford Avenue to Poly Prep. He's gone on to become the most famous defense attorney. No disrespect to Daniel Rosenberg or Arthur Idala, but Takapinas is at the very top of the food chain, like I've done with radio. The two of us, and he's on this show every Friday, and he's going to the Super Bowl, I believe, tonight, maybe tomorrow, to watch the Eagles take on the Chiefs. Here he is, the great Joseph Takapina. Good morning, Joseph. Good morning, Sydney. How are you, buddy? Okay, I'm good. You're great, aren't you? Yeah, I leave tonight. I leave tonight. You leave tonight? This is the last thing I want to do, by the way. Just oh. understand that. I, I don't, I don't I'm not a Super Bowl I'm, guy. I don't believe a word of this. I, not a word. I don't believe a word of it. I swear to you, I'm going for clients. I'm not going for the – first of all, I could not hate two teams more. If there's a tie, I, I'd root for a tie. I, 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 the Chiefs, obviously, I hate as a Raider fan. The Eagles, I hate because I'm a New Yorker. So I don't know what, what yeah. to do here. I really don't. But you're going uh, with Visa. Is that right, Visa? Yeah, Visa invited me. Visa First Horizon Bank um, partnered up, and they invited some people. I guess they, I guess they got a lot of no's on the invites, and and they got down to the bottom of the list, and somehow I got an invite, and I'm going to be in this Visa suite. Yep. So it's uh, wow. oh, it's interesting. No, nah, it's cool. Uh, Listen, it's a, it's a great it's venue. Cool. The weather is gorgeous. Uh, there, there are two teams you don't like, but they're certainly the two best teams in football. Should be a big game. But we've got more important business to discuss. Liz, hi, Joe. Hey, um, how are you? Good, good. So you're obviously representing the former president now, and I would love to ask you what everyone always asks me. What is he like in person, and has your opinion of him changed at all since you've spent some time with him? Absolutely. Absolutely has. Um, you know, honestly, I didn't know what I was in for um, when I went down to Mar-a-Lago and spent some time with him, but he really is a charming guy. Look, a lot of what we see when people are in front of the camera and doing their thing um, it is drastically different than than reality, right? And and look, Donald Trump is a winner. You don't you don't have to like him, you know, you know, whatever. But he's a winner, and and he's done that throughout his life. And and but you know, he could be abrasive. He knows that he could be uh, you know, cantankerous and all that. But in person, he was charming as hell. Um, you know, it, it was amazing. We were go. He was playing music on his iPad and 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 going through songs like uh, Pinball Wizard from the Who. And, and telling me the history of it, and it was it was just it was very fascinating and very you know there's a lot less bluster in person. So he was uh, obviously very intelligent, but also just a very nice guy. And and actually, you know, when he retained me, he sent me one of the nicest notes I've ever received from a client. Um, oh, you know, thanking me for 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 helping him, and it was really uh, you know you would expect that. So yes, the answer, Liz, to your question is yes. I I, I saw a different person in person that I. I I've come to really admire, um, well, and I admired him, you know, from afar. But but to to see how he is in person is 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 much different than what I think people would expect. And in all fairness, uh, before you even met the president, you kind of were in that camp because you represented Kimberly Guilfoyle, 
the whole January 6th nonsense. You actually went to D.C. Right. with Kimberly to represent her there. So you were kind of part of the Trump camp even before you met the president. Yeah, and I'd spoken to him several times because, obviously, you know, he wanted to make sure his future daughter-in-law was taken care of and I was dealing with the, his son. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, we had spoken, but but it was different to spend some time with him. We had dinner together. We had breakfast together. We, you know, spent some quality time together. I got a lot of nice hats that he signed for me. So <laughs> it, was a, it was a different... Uh, you got yeah, you to get, get free golf at Bedminster. That's what you got to get. So, But, but I do I have to ask you, and, and here's the one thing about uh, client uh, privilege, all that stuff. Like, Danielle never tells me anything. She really doesn't. She really takes that seriously. So does Joseph. So Joseph called me on that Tuesday morning, Liz, on the Malago. He said, am I doing the right thing? I said, you are. I have no idea why, why he was there. I have no idea what he's doing with the president. But I do know this. Very publicly, Joseph, he's got the issue in Georgia. Mar-a-Lago is still out there. January 6th is still out there. Alan Dershowitz comes on the show and says, Sid, one of these things is going to stick. I don't know if that means he's not going to be able to run I don't know what it means, but one of these things is going to stick. Yeah, well, stick, I don't know if Alan meant stick in the sense of he'll be convicted. I don't think he'll be convicted of anything um, because I I, I become intimately familiar with some of these cases. uh, But stick could mean bringing charges. And and really what that is, again, it's the justice system being politicized once again um, because that's the world we live in today. And it's, it's quite frankly makes my skin crawl as a lawyer. A former prosecutor, someone who's done this for a long time, I just hate when I see the justice system being used as a political pawn. And what maybe Alan meant was this. If he is indicted, God forbid, on any of these investigations and, and there he's running for president, um, the fact that he's under indictment, not convicted, just under indictment, could allow states to keep him off of the ballot. And and that's something that, that is, um, you know, it, it, it just further incentivizes the haters and, and, and the people who are looking to kneecap him um, because, you know, he did something that no one ever thought he could do, um, and, and he won. And so I think that's – unfortunately, I think that's part of what's going on here. You know, it's uh, – when you see investigators who are partisan, uh, Letitia James, for example, I don't even want to start there, but, but you know, she, she ran a campaign as a private citizen saying she was going to get Trump. Now, that begs the question just intellectually. How did she know she was going to get Trump if she was a private citizen without access to evidence and documents and everything else? Right. So she started with the agenda that she was going to get Trump and then tried to look for evidence to back it up. Um, it, it's, it's things like that that really um, disgust me. I'll just be blunt. Yeah, yeah. Me, so. no, it should. She, she's disgusting, by the way. Uh, but, you know, lawyers have a bad rap. And uh, I'm very close to, you know, you obviously, my, my wife, who I love dearly. And they get a bad rap because every now and then there's a bad lawyer. Right, Joe? I mean, I don't care if you're talking about politics or sports or, you know, a bad cop. You know, 99.99% of cops, no one loves cops more than me, are the bravest, greatest people in the world. And then you get one event in Memphis and they're horrible people. So this guy Pomerantz, for example, for people who don't like lawyers, he's the reason, right? He he, he takes the cake and it's shocking what he's done to his his legacy, his future, um, the, 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 the stain he's put on the bar. Um, this guy fancies himself, and I never really thought so, but he fancies himself as some some sophisticated intellectual lawyer, or, you know, former prosecutor, you know, represented defendants, and you know, when he was a defense lawyer, and you know, he did some mob work. Although now he, you know, compares Donald Trump to John Gotti, which is obviously no cheap ploy to sell a book. Um, but he's committed a crime. I mean, make no mistake about it. He has used information 
that he received during a grand jury investigation when he was appointed special prosecutor by Cy Vance to investigate Trump. And, and so he, he left in a huff because Alan Bragg chose not to proceed forward with, with charges against the president. And he left in a huff, leaked his letter to the New York Times. Um, and the letter was then published because it laid out all the reasons why Trump was guilty of, of some crime, which he's not guilty of, by the way. I know what the letter outlined, and it it's, couldn't be further from the truth, but putting that aside, he then leaves in a huff. And, and then he does something that no one in a million years could have ever imagined a lawyer of any standing to do, which is commit a crime by violating the grand jury secrecy laws, the violation of the New York State Penal Code, Section 215. And and what it is, is when you take information that is, and he signed an agreement, by the way, said Liz, he signed an yep. agreement with the district attorney's office when he joined, saying, number six, I acknowledge that the information I'll receive is going to be coming from grand jury, grand jury subpoenas, and that information cannot be shared with a third party, otherwise it's a crime under New York State penal law. Well, you know, I guess if you want to sell a book, Penal law began. Um, you know, the, the Association of Prosecuting Attorneys in this country, which is the, the, the most important, you know, association of, of prosecutors that range from, you know, California to New York and every state, have called for his disbarment. Okay, Good. his disbarment. Good. Um, people are calling for his criminal prosecution, including Good. me. I, I sent the yep. letter to, yep. to the DA Bragg, and, and it's just, it's outrageous. He's at, and he's not only, you know, violated the, the, the law. By, by showing these documents and talking about information that he received while he was a, a, a prosecutor, the investigation is still open and ongoing. Yeah. And Alan yeah. Bragg is, has a real beef there because he's saying, wait, I have an open investigation. Yeah. He's compromised. You know what's funny about this? So now you just mentioned Alvin Bragg. A lot. Right? So you mentioned Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan DA, and you even said, you know, in this specific case, he's on the right side. And what's going to happen is, I'm telling you, Joe, I'm going to get a bunch of messages. Your friend Takapina, he likes. Now, you're on record a million times on this show. Even one's kind of jokingly saying, I want my campaign money back, the donation I gave him, because you're unhappy with the job Alvin Bragg does. But because you just said something relatively nice, people get angry. And that goes to the column about me and Mayor Eric Adams in today's Daily News, which I know oh, you read. Goodness gracious. I mean, Joe, what, oh. what is so bad about two like guys he- trying to get something done? And by the way, Eric, you know, Eric's a longtime friend of mine. And by the way, next time you see him, tell him I said hello. Sure. But I, I read that. I was like, oh, how pathetic. I mean, you're, you're, you're the most important radio talk show host in New York. Oh, Everyone thank listens. Thank people, people who are important in New York City want to discuss New York City with other people who are important in New York City. So Eric Adams having lunch, dinner, breakfast, whatever with you is, is Eric actually doing his job. It's, it's something that he should be doing. It, it, it's not, he's not, saying, I'm now aligning with the right, I'm aligning with the left. You didn't align with the left by having, you know, uh, you know dinner with Eric. I mean, oh. it's such a ridiculous thing that people look for anything to dispute hate on. It's, it's, and it's becoming pathetic. It really is. It's, 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 the, the people have so much hate in this world and yeah. are so jealous of people. It's, yep. uh, it's becoming sad. This, this social media has created a platform for these losers to just get out there and spew hate and, and, and vile, and, you know, listen, ever since I've taken on the president as, as a client, you could imagine. Sure, uh, sure. Yeah. And by the way, it's, it's, funny you mentioned, and it's funny you mentioned social media because, as you know, Joseph, we're only two days removed from Chris Ray and these FBI people back on the Hill, Twitter people, all these other folks that, you know, had no issue banning people like President Trump for life, but yet Al-Qaeda, ISIS, you know, some of the yeah, world's, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're there. I mean, <laughs> 
get a, get a platform. But a guy <laughs> whose politics they don't like doesn't. It, it's just it's mind-boggling to me. Mind-boggling. I mean, and then and then if you're a subscriber to TikTok, oh my God, that's a whole other world. You know, you might as well just invite them into your home and let them see what you you know what your underwear yeah. looks like. <laughs> yeah. Well, they've done that with Melania, by the way, at Mar-a-Lago. They did do that. They know exactly what her underwear looks like because of Merrick Garland. One more quickly in about sixty seconds. That was kind of creepy. About sixty seconds. <laughs> <I'm> not- <laughs> <laughs> the bail reform stuff. Now they want to train judges. Joe, on an annual basis on the bail reform laws, because, you know, Kathy Hochul, of course, ain't going to change it, despite, you know, she tinkers just a little. Ain't going to happen. Andrew Stewart Cousins, Carl Heasty, they're not going to budge. It doesn't matter what Eric Adams says, what Sid says, what Joe says. It ain't going to happen. What do you think about uh, refresher courses for judges on this bail reform nonsense? I, I don't really even know what that means, because until the law changes, the judges' hands are virtually tied. So it doesn't. The refresher courses are great, I guess, but but it's the, it doesn't do much if the judges have no discretion right. on on certain offenses to let people out on bail. So I mean, I guess they could be nicer when they're doing it, but I don't know what a refresher course does. The, the, that's not the problem. That's that's you know what that is. That's a a, a band aid. That's the the window dressing to make it look like we're trying to do something here. That's not what what's going to solve this problem. What's going to solve this problem is is making sure reasonable bail is set especially for dangerous individuals. People who commit violent crimes that shouldn't be able to walk out in, in two minutes without posting a substantial bail. And because you're seeing what's happening time and time again, the subway, the guy just did these, the subway assaults is a, I don't know, I think he has 12 commissions. <laughs> I mean, it goes, it's, it's ridiculous. No. New York City is mm-hmm. becoming unsafe. And it's crazy because it's the greatest city in the world. It has everything. And people are leaving in droves yeah. because of fear for their safety, and it's, it's, it's outrageous. Well, one guy that can... About the Nets and the Rangers, though? I know. What I was going to say, one guy that can never leave, Joe, that can never leave, who is quickly becoming one of the most beloved New York athletes ever. I mean this. Jacob Truba. Yeah. The best. <laughs> you love Truba. My favorite player ever. He runs people over cleanly, like cleanly. So Listen, let me tell you something, Joe. You know, you know how much respect this guy gets? Lou Rafino, the great Lou Rafino, Hall of Fame board up. I missed the whole thing. He's a, a, an Islander fan his whole life, hates the Rangers. And even he came in this week and said, did you see? Right, Lou, what did oh, you say about Trouba? Massive, massive clean hits. <laughs> Amazing. Two of them. And you know, Lou, you know what else he does, though, which is great? He annihilates people. They get up, or some teammate comes over, yeah. to try and fight him. He beats the sh- he beats the hell out of them. A shizzle out of him. He beats the hell out of them. And then they get a two-minute instigator penalty, so the Rangers actually get a power play and score. It's like it's a trifecta. Yeah. He's like MVP. What he does. Yeah, he's great. It's MVP stuff. Exactly. And that was a great trade the Rangers made. Now we got Tarasenko, right. so we'll go to the Stanley Cup. So. I think you're right. I think we are. And I can't get excited about the Mets yet, even though I am and all that. i got to wait and see what the Rangers do. Basketball, the Knicks will be okay. Maybe a first-round exit. Nobody cares about the Nets. They're done now anyway. So i got to watch the Rangers, Joseph, with you. Then I'll get excited about Met baseball. But, listen, another amazing appearance. Have a safe flight out to Arizona. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the game. You're great. We love you. We'll do it again next Friday, buddy. Thank you so much. Okay, brother. Take care. Please. You're the man. Thanks. You got it. There he is. Famed defense attorney, friend of mine, for 43 years. Great lawyer, even a better man. Joseph Takapina. 
If you had an accident, trust Gabu Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabu Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabu Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabulaw.com. That's G-A-B-O law.com. Gabu Law, where winning is no accident.